0: Hi, you're listening to the Family Go and Grow podcast. My name is Jill, and I wanna start this episode by telling you about a really cool skill that I have. I can touch my tongue to my nose. It's one of those random things that not everyone can do. In fact, I didn't even realize that I could do it until one day I was reading a book and a character in the story could do it. So I was curious if I could too, and I tried. And I could. You're probably trying right now too. If you're not, go ahead, try. If you can't get your tongue to reach your nose, try pushing down on the tip of your nose with your finger. It's a fun trick to show people, but I wouldn't really say that it's impressive. Is there anything about you that you would say is impressive? Today's Bible story is going to look at how different people define impressive. We left off last week with the Israelites defeating their enemy, the Philistines, with the help of their last judge, Samuel. Samuel was their last judge because while he led them, the Israelites demanded a king, up until then, God hadn't given his people a king because God wanted to be their king. But the Israelites didn't want God to be their king. They wanted a human to be their king. They wanted to be just like the nations all around them. They wanted someone who could wear fancy robes and ride out in front of them on a fancy horse. And they wanted someone who looked impressive. The first, or the book of 1 Samuel chapter 8 tells us that Samuel knew having a king was a bad idea. He warned the Israelites that a king would do terrible things to them. He said a king would send their sons into battle and force their daughters to work as servants, but the Israelites wouldn't listen. Hmm. I don't know about you, but I've noticed a theme. Sometimes they have a hard time listening. The Israelites wanted a king anyway. Samuel heard everything the people said, and he told the Lord about it. The Lord answered, listen to them, give them a king. Israel's first king was named Saul. He did everything Samuel warned the Israelites about. He looked impressive at first, because the Bible tells us he was more handsome than anyone in Israel, and he was a head taller than anyone else. But he wasn't impressive beyond how he looked. Saul was such a rotten person that God became sorry he ever made Saul king. 1 Samuel 16, 1 says, The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you be filled with sorrow because of Saul? I have refused to have him over king of Israel. Fill your animal horn with olive oil and go on your way. I am sending you to Jesse in Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. What this means is that God was so disappointed in how Saul behaved and how unimpressive Saul was that he refused to let someone like Saul keep being king over his people. He wanted his people led by someone different. So God sent Samuel to Bethlehem to see a man named Jesse. And God told Samuel that he'd show Samuel what to do. Samuel went to Bethlehem and he met Jesse and his sons. Well, all of Jesse's sons, but one. Samuel met the first son and he thought, this has to be the one the Lord wants me to anoint for him. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider how handsome or tall he is. I have not chosen him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outside of a person, but the Lord looks at what is in the heart. God is telling Samuel that people find the way you look impressive, but God thinks your heart is what should be most impressive. One after one, Samuel looked at Jesse's sons, but God said no to each of them. Finally, Samuel asked Jesse, Are these the only sons you have? No, answered Jesse. My youngest son is taking care of the sheep. Samuel said to him, Send for him. We won't sit down and eat until he arrives. So Jesse sent for his son and had him brought in. He looked very healthy. He had a fine appearance and handsome features. And then the Lord said, get up and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel got the animal horn that was filled with olive oil. He anointed David in front of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully on David. Now, it's interesting how the Bible tells us that David was nice looking. But we know that that isn't what mattered to God, because the other brothers before him were more handsome and taller God saw something in David that was way more important. David had a heart that loved and followed God. David didn't become king right away though. Saul remained king until he died, but God had already chosen an incredible new king for his people, one who had a heart for God. We see in this story that both the people of Israel and Samuel had the wrong priorities for what made a good king. They looked at outward appearances but God has a different definition for what makes a person impressive. His words to Samuel are our verse for this week, 1 Samuel 16, 7b. People look at the outside of a person, but the Lord looks at what is in the heart. On the outside, David might not have looked impressive, but on the inside, God could see the amazing heart David had. Sometimes we can get caught up in what we we look like on the outside or what skills make us impressive to other people. What are some of the things that you think make you impressive? Maybe how good you are at sports, or the score you got on a test, or how well you did compared to the other kids in your class, or how many video game systems, or Jojo bows, or Legos, or LOL toys you have. But what matters most to God is our hearts, and what mattered most to God was that David had a beautiful heart. Would you say that a beautiful heart matters most to you? What makes a heart beautiful? Different verses in the Bible tells us that, tell us that the way we love, show kindness, goodness, gentleness, patience, have peace, love others, and love God, make our hearts beautiful. And those are the things that matter most to God. So if you think you're unimpressive because maybe you're too heavy or too skinny, too short or too tall, too slow, or if people look at you like you're a little or even a lot weird, that's not what God sees when he looks at you. He sees your heart. So we should seek to be beautiful on the inside. When this is finished, take a few minutes to talk about what makes each of you beautiful or impressive on the inside. Share what you think makes your own heart beautiful, and then share what you think makes the other people in your family's hearts beautiful. Then think about one thing you could do differently to make your heart more beautiful to God. And finally, pray out loud, asking God to make your hearts more beautiful to him. You don't have to use fancy words. Just pray with your heart ask God to show you where you've gotten your definition of impressive mixed up. And then just for the fun of it, show your random, silly, unimpressive, yet totally impressive skills like my touching my tongue to my nose or wiggling my ears. Oh, guess what? I can do that too. I can't really shoot hoops or play soccer, but I can touch my tongue to my nose and wiggle my ears at the same time without needing to use my hands. But more importantly, I love God and I keep trying to make choices that will show him how much I love him. Thanks for joining me for the Family Go and Grow podcast. If there's something that you have found in this episode that really like touched you or you thought was really awesome about the story or you wanna share your really cool, unimpressive yet totally impressive talents or skills with us, just leave a voice message. There's a link in the show memo or the show notes for that. Um, I hope your family has a great week where God is a part of all of it. Not just your Sunday mornings or prayers before bed, but that you have hearts that seek after him in all that you do.